Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use the promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase. Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe from eyesores to ISIS. With over, four, <laughs> with over 4 million downloads, it's the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems. I'm Maddox with me is Dick. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Hey. Welcome back. Episode I 79. Source. Yeah, eyesores and ISIS. Yeah. They're, they're both trouble. You know, you don't want either one in your neighborhood. Nope. They're both blights on neighborhoods. And they're both stopped by a big wall. Oh, boy. <laughs> More Trump propaganda. Oh, how do we do so last early? week? Dick, that's a good question. Trump didn't invent walls. Last week, the biggest problem in the universe was bad haircuts. Oh, very, good. <laughs> very relatable. Good job, Dick. Bad haircuts. <laughs> then unfair internet bans. Hmm. Just barely. Did that it was, in the positives? It was very controversial. It was in the positives for a little while, and then it was voted down. Now it's hovering around zero. Yeah, well... I guess, well, who's, who's, who's deciding that they're unfair? That's the problem, right? Well, Aaron thought hers were unfair. And, and hers was definitely not unfair. No, well. <laughs> she was banned fairly. No, but she said she got a professional account. It sounds like that's what that account was there for, is well, to promote services. Because uh, clearly Tinder has no problem selling ads to different companies and TV shows. Well, to, yeah, they're a, they're a company. Yeah. They got to make money. Right. They got to put ads on their free service. But if she has a professional account, if that's what it's there for. See, but I think when she says that it's a quote unquote professional account, yeah. I suspect that maybe she's just decided it's professional and is just running her ad on a dating profile. Yeah, I don't feel like, like I've never seen a how to have a professional account on Tinder. I looked into it. I couldn't find I couldn't find any documentation about that. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't I don't it doesn't bother me. It's like seeing a video game ad while I'm playing a video game. I don't mind because I'm I'm already there to play the video game. You know what I mean? No, was, I think you would mind something like that though. If it was anyone else other than Aaron bringing it in, I think you would mind someone shilling themselves Based under on false pretenses, like she's got a picture of herself, like uh, assumedly she's got a hot picture of herself on there, and then when you investigate more, it says this is an ad, right? It doesn't say hi, dating coach. That's not the picture. It's a picture of a beautiful girl, right? Because right? You, you're not allowed to have text on your profile pictures. the The reason, well, the reason, she, the reason it doesn't it doesn't bother me is because she's she's upfront and not misleading. Because if I if I match with a girl on Tinder, which I always do, every girl I've ever swiped right on, I match. So hmm. if I if I if I match a girl record. on Tinder, yeah, it's a good record, one hundred percent. I look at their profile and I read what they're saying before I message them because I have I there are girls who have been hot as shit like stone cold foxes and uh-huh. I've not messaged them because they have snooty shitty obnoxious profiles mm. for example this is the type of girl I hate and you will die alone I will never date you you will die alone it's the type of girl who says well, if you do such and such thing for me, I'll consider going on a date. Or if you're this type of person, I'll consider, <laughs> you know what? Don't deign to date me, dipshit. Yeah. I'll date someone else. I'll date any of these other hotties in my profiles. Yeah. yeah. I'll take those girls. Yeah, of course you will. Give me those girls. I'll do whatever you want, baby. Yeah. What do you want, the moon? And then, it's yours. And then dead last was spooning victims. And I got a, I got a comment about that. It's from Alexander Deltris Leambeck. He says, I think we have a bunch of idiots who don't quite understand what spooning victims' problem actually is. He says they're downvoting it. I think because they think the problem is spooning, so they don't think that's a problem. Guys, listen and read. It's the stupid victims Maddox is talking about. Fucking hell. 
I thought that would create confusion. Yeah. I yeah. Saw, I, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, that's why they're downvoting it. Because yeah. I think that guy who wrote the article is a fucking lunatic. Well, wait a minute. I read that article after the show. I think he was trying to be funny. Oh, like, see, I think he just, that- I think he got into a new gay relationship, and he was excited about it, and that was him, like, talking about it in, like, some kind of cute way. Well, I thought about that after the fact, in which case we look like assholes, don't we? Yes, we we do. We need satire tags. We needed them in this case. Okay, two things. First of all— Is that true? No, it's not satire. First of all— Okay, good. First of all, Slate— No, absolutely not. Slate is not known for satire. They're not known satirists. They don't publish satire. Second, it's part of a new blog launch that they're doing specifically for sleep-related topics. So this is one of their their seven— uh, blog posts that they made about sleep-related topics. So I looked at the other ones. None huh. of them are satirical. None of them are funny. This guy's doing it in earnest. And all of his other posts are in earnest. He's not a satirist. He's not being funny. He's not a funny dude. Well, it definitely wasn't funny. Not intentionally funny. I, I, excuse me. Correction. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. I got uh, one from Sam Allen. Sounds like Dick tried to get a haircut that made his face look bigger, and it backfired. <laughs> Dick, everybody was asking for a picture of your face. I'm not putting a picture of my haircut up. I'll let somebody draw it. Is that a good compromise? Wait, wait, why? I'll let someone draw, because it's ugly. Oh. That's why. Oh, you're sensitive, my friend. Yeah, start a Kickstarter. Yeah. Maybe you get the right price. Meanwhile, I'm everyone's fucking punching bag about the ball jokes. You guys letting it fly (laughs) last time. Right on my, on my wall right now, there's two pictures. There's, Uh, uh, so Fallout 4 came out, the game Fallout 4, and it has this character designer inside where you can customize your character to make it look like whatever. Basically, they all look like Walter White from Breaking Bad. So somebody made one of me, and it looks pretty fucking spot on. I think it's pretty handsome. I rubbed one out to it. It's pretty hot. Anyway, that's on my wall right now. I also got a comment. Actually, before we move on, I should mention this, Dick. I kind of mentioned it in the post last time. I forgot to mention the last episode. But a long time ago, I teased that I was going to be talking about my Penn & Teller experience in a video. Oh, good. And that video is about to come out. I'm finally releasing it. And one of the first comments about it was from Grant Mooney. You know, the guy who created the Titanic song. Uh For those of you listeners who haven't heard the Titanic song in a while, Grant Mooney created it to... To mock me, you have it ready to play the the fucking this bullshit. <laughs> I love how it picks up where you, where you stopped it last time. No, I had the volume down. This fucking bullshit ass song. Grand Mooney. Grand what Mooney. Did he, say? he says, "Fuck yeah, I can't wait to hear about Penn and Teller. I've been on my best behavior." So the reason he said that, it's just fucking turn this song I off. I can't stop it once it starts. <laughs> a fucking full, full, That's going to fuck with people's heads. Like, well, you got to hear the whole song that comes out. Yeah, just a little bit. I fucking hate this song. I'm going to unplug the audio jack. Uh, unplug his audio jack, this was the This was the Titanic days of the podcast. <laughs> this is like the Jurassic era. It's taking such, me back. Yeah, Jurassic era. This is such bullshit. I said just as a sample to, to remind people, we don't have to listen to the whole song. Fucking hate you have song. to play it. People will go crazy out there. They'll have to still sing the whole song in their heads. You know what? It'll drive them crazy. Fuck you, Grant Mooney. So what are you going to go into on your Penn & Teller expose? Well, the whole reason I mentioned... Uh, I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you in a second, but the whole reason I mentioned Grant Mooney is because uh, he was. He, I, I said something out of spite. I said, if you ask for me to post that episode, I'm going to delay it. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why... That's have why you delayed it? <laughs> I delayed it because of him. And that's why he said he's been on his best behavior. <laughs> But Great. for that song, Grants, I'm going to delay it another few days. Anyway, I was on Penn and Teller's bullshit a long time ago, talking about old people. Yeah, and yeah. they really nailed you. Oh, well, because I remember you saying you were going to be on Penn and Teller, and I said, "Look, 
every episode of Penn and Teller's bullshit, there are people they agree with, yeah. and they make them look great and smart, and there are the people they don't agree with, and they make them look like assholes. Yeah. So you got to figure out which one you are quickly, and then alter your behavior accordingly. You right? You got to protect yourself. If they're setting you up to look like a shithead, yeah. you got to really protect yourself. Right. Well, it's hard because I honestly thought that they were going to be on my side of this debate. <laughs> Which, But they're old. They themselves are very old. Doesn't matter. Just because you're a thing, you can still be objective about that thing. Just because you, you have cancer, you don't suddenly like cancer because you have it. It's a still shitty thing. <laughs> Great analogy. Yeah. Well, I couldn't imagine an old person making an analogy that good. Being being old is like having cancer, except you, know, you can't get rid of it. I'm going to miss this cancer. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> great, great, great analogy. Anyway, so they fucking threw me under the bus. Man, they took so many quotes out oh, of context. Yeah. My whole argument uh, in that episode was essentially that old people get reverse, they get ageism in their favor. They go to amusement parks and restaurants and grocery stores and, and uh, theaters. Okay. Well, probably not. They get discounts everywhere in society, yeah. not because they're good people, just because they're old, which I think is bullshit. Right. right? That's the name of the whole fucking show. And then they threw me under the bus. They made it, they characterized my argument, my biggest As problem. like an angry 30-year-old man shot. That was the words they used, right? What? They, that you were an angry 30-something, like, basement-dwelling man-child. They really care. They really hammered you. Something along That's those lines. That's what I'm lines. saying. They, I mean, they, they tried to. They said that. They, they <laughs> took quotes out of context. Yeah. Um, and, and, and there's all this bullshit um, that happened in that episode. Anyway, I'm finally releasing that video, and I'm finally talking about it. It's coming out soon. And okay. uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm 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 uh, I'm excited to finally talk about this. It's been a couple of years. I'm yeah. gonna finally put uh, set the record straight. Oh, I remember when that came out too. Yeah, <laughs> it was ugly. I got one of the best hate mails I've ever received. I, I haven't even had a chance to post it on my site, but there was this guy who was like a World War II vet, and he just Oof. said, "I'm so tired of of uh, little." little pukes like you and he kept calling me a puke throughout the entire email and that's how you know he's old he's like an old crusty old fuck and he kept calling me a puke i love it he probably learned how to use email just to send you that email yeah (laughs) old i'll do you a favor i'm gonna bring in baby boomers when that video drops on this show okay as a problem great because uh i don't think the biggest argument against old people is that they get fair treatment at mcdonald's that's my argument free coffee at mcdonald's or whatever that's that's my argument. I think there's better arguments that Penn and Teller could not defend against. Like they've, I don't know, they've destroyed the education system. They've denuded social security. Um, you know, they've like fucked up the country yeah. and blamed it on us and stuck us with the tab. I guess. I mean, they also had. They also left us a legacy of a lot of good things too. You could say. But Name a hundred. <laughs> but but uh, you, the the argument that I had against old people. I, another one was that they smell. They smell, and I, I, it wasn't just a, a little pithy statement that I made that old people smell. Mm-hmm. I was basing it on the principle that as you grow older, your eyesight declines, your hearing declines. Yeah, of course. Your taste declines. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't your sense of smell? And then I looked into it, and guess what? It, does. it fucking does. Yeah. Old people smell because if their sense of smell diminishes over time, they can't smell themselves, and they can't smell how much perfume they're putting on, and yeah. that's why they put on too much of it. Huh? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm they really also fucking have a smart. Shitload of syphilis. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. All right, I got uh, I got another haircut voicemail. You remember the guy we ripped up last episode for always having bad haircuts? A friend of ours. Oh right. Yeah, he called. He in. called into the show. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so for anyone who hasn't heard the last episode, 
we made fun of a friend of ours because he gets really shitty haircuts, and I encouraged him to spend a little bit more and go to a better a better barbershop, one that doesn't have revolving doors for the people who come in and out of it. And revolving blades for the haircuts. There you go. Hey, this message is from your mutual friend with the shitty haircut. <laughs> Sorry if I don't want to take haircut advice from bald Bin Laden or Mexican Gene Simmons. I'm sure everybody in your audience really wants to get style points from a guy cruising around town in Persian racing rims, <laughs> uh, a guy who's probably wearing a Sega Dreamcast shirt while recording this damn episode. Close. 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 Anyway, good show, boys. I'll see you at the gym on leg day. <laughs> what an asshole. For the record, you are wearing a Adventure Time slash Princess Mononoke shirt. Yeah. Two cart- not, one cartoon is not enough for the shirt today. It's no. two cartoons. Two and one. It was, a, um, it was a mashup. It was a gift. I'm tired of mashups, but it was a gift. Right, here's that. Like. Do you remember that email you read about that uh, woman engineer? Yeah. Here she called in. Oh, let's hear it. What's up, guys? Uh, this is that, uh, that engineer girl <laughs> who wrote in that email the other week. <laughs> Just wanted to call in because people were questioning my gender. Wanted to confirm that I am, in fact, a sexy grill with big tits and oh, an engineer. How big? And I just wanted to say that you know, just just letting you guys know that everything is cool. Uh, women don't have problems, so <laughs> guys, men of the audience, just keep doing what you're doing, guys, because it's working. And um, you know. That's about it. Women stop complaining. Uh, typical woman, chatty. Jim, <laughs> real chatty. But also, I wanted to say that uh, virginity shaming, that's that's a huge fucking problem. So uh, don't crass. shame me. She sounds don't like a men about their virginity. That's fucked up, though. But stop complaining about patriarchy and shit. That's gay. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so go to put on makeup and stuff. <laughs> Oh, so that's thank, cool. Thank that you is for calling. Her name was Marie S. Thank you for calling in, Marie oh. S. The engineer. Yeah. You know. You know what? So Asterios yeah. is not here. Not here to defend himself, which is the oh. the, the preferred <laughs> way I like to argue against people yeah. when they can't defend against themselves. So um, he was saying essentially, you you guys both thought that that was that sounded like a guy who wrote those talking points, right? Me? You guys both said that. No, I um I wondered. If it was, in fact, a yeah. woman. No, it was. I, I looked into it. Um, yeah, so well, it's not surprising, guys. But, I mean, here's, here's a fact, right? I want everyone to, to chew on this for a little while because it's a, it's a real heavy one. The majority of women don't identify themselves as feminists. The majority oh, yeah. of women. The majority of men, the majority of people don't. In fact, it's only 23% of women. 23%. So a lot of them, and a lot of them... If you ask them if they are for like social... like South Park says, one out of four people is retarded. Is that... I don't That's know. a South Park thing. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Well, if you, if, if you ask these same people who don't identify themselves as feminists whether or not they are for social equality, economic equality, opportunity equality, etc., they all say yes, but they still don't identify themselves as feminists. And I fall into that category, too. We're all egalitarians. Anyway, that's an important thing. Chew on that. Okay. One more? Sure. Oh, one more. Hey guys, this is former President Benjamin Harrison. You probably don't know me, but uh, I wanted to call for asteroid cucumbers. It's good to hear you still have a day job because I think you're going to need it. Probably shouldn't quit it. What do you say? Asteroid cucumbers. 
Sears cucumbers? I don't know. Yeah, that's what he called him. Yeah, Sears got beat up a lot. I think unfairly. Um, so I got a comment in the comment section. A lot of drama in the comments. I think he's funny. I love Asterios. Yeah, Sears funny. I love it. I love Asterios. You know who wasn't funny? It was that shithead who called in. All of them. Mm. Every single one. Uh, let's see. I got one for you, Sean. You want to hear it? Yeah, uh, this is a message about uh, Sean. Uh, I don't understand why you guys are paying him since he can't do his fucking <laughs> job properly. <laughs> uh, every time you have a female... Uh, on the show, Erin, for example, she sounds like fucking Echo the Dolphin being fisted. It's this ridiculously high pitched. Like what? Why isn't he Echo the Dolphin being fisted? Echo the Dolphin being fucking videos and uh, do his job. Um, also, Maddox, you're turning into a massive p- And uh, I think Dick should fuck you. What? Uh, I yeah. don't know. I think pussy. That's her voice. She does have an annoying voice. What the? Hey, well, what's Sean, you don't have to justify yourself to that <laughs> shitty caller. Oh, Did you hear, do you understand a fucking thing he said? Sound like he had marbles in his mouth and nah, he's, he's speaking been, through a, a fast food speaker. He's been in the pub too long. Yeah, yes. Yeah, also, we had legitimately like nine people in the room last time. Oh yeah. So. It, Asterios yeah. sounded echoey too, but Asterios did sound echoey. It's the room, pal. Yeah, it, 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 we're doing what we can with what we have. You fuck. Erin sounded fine. I think she has a great voice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got a, I got an email from a guy thanking you for losing his virginity. I got an erotic story. I got a I got a new bit. Which one do you want? Dealer's choice. I don't want to take up too much time here. Let's do the erotic story. Ah, uh, the, the erotic new- story's long. Okay, then let's it's do good. The, let's do the new bit. Save the erotic story. Okay, here's the here's the song for the new bit. Okay, this is a serious educational bit. Okay. All right, it yeah. might be a little bit entertaining, but it's, it's called "Bicyclers Are Pieces of Shit." This news story was sent into me by Brad Meridian, a bomb-sniffing dog who served two tours in Iraq, earning two bronze stars along the way. Yeah, was fatally shot by a cyclist huh. who says he felt threatened yeah. by the fifty-two-pound Belgian Malinois. Good. Then sad. fucking keep your dog on a sad. leash. Dogs are the problem. Go mm-hmm. vote up dogs. Thank you for bringing that in, Dick. Go mm-hmm. vote up dogs. Keep your fucking dipshit dog on a leash. The cyclist claims he used his bike to block the dog's attacks, yeah. but that Mike continued his assault yeah. until he shot him in the backside Good. with a revolver. All right. The fine. cyclist sustained no injuries. Cool. And there were no witnesses. Hmm. Though a neighbor told someone that he heard no barking prior to the gunshot. So this was a dog attack with no barking. Yeah. Dog got shot in the back by a cyclist. Some neighbor neighbor with the sonar ears. I I heard no barking. Yeah. Like like the neighbor would even fucking know. Well, there you go. I've heard Shot a dog. You know, Dick, uh calling them bicyclers makes you sound like an idiot. <laughs> cool. Because it's you know, they're cyclists and you're just adding the word er to it. I don't call you libertarianers. Oh, all these words Liber- sound like a polyevangelist. Libertarian. All these new words oh, for things. It's a bicycler. They yeah. got a bicycle. They're bicycling around. Uh, and speaking they of- They got a typewriter. You- I don't know. I our buddy, that our buddy uh, and one more thing about the Penn and Teller episode. Penn, Penn and Teller, big libertarians. They're uh, they're yeah. they're on the uh, the Cato Institute. Libertarians. They uh, Libertarians made some news over the weekend too, Dick. Maybe you'll recognize this clip. It's from our buddy Rand Paul. I want a government so small you can barely see it. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that live. <laughs> 
that I listen to him more, I'm like, yeah. am I am I misunderstanding here? Am I misunderstanding? Am I mischaracterizing the libertarian agenda? No, he <laughs> says it should be local governments because well, local smaller governments. Oh, blah, blah. You know, he doesn't mean that literally, right? That's oh, a metaphor. A, then he <laughs> went on to explain literally. No, he means he wants to be able to see them like if, as physical. He doesn't want it literally so small that he needs a microscope. Oh to well, see no, them. not that. Yeah, he's not. Oh, okay, he, but he's exaggerating. But he is he is talking about local governance rather than federal. No, he's, he's talking about more the function of government. Okay, like, well you're wrong. He said I want there to be more local government rather than federal. He actually said that. Yeah, so. that's part of it. But yeah. what he was saying with not being able to see him, I think, is not being able to feel their influence all the time. Like, oh. You benefit from their services. You don't want to have thought about it. Yeah. The roads are just there. You never think about sure. who's fixing them. And like vaccinations are just there. How do you guys feel about apples? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Dick. think vaccinations are a libertarian crusade. Oh, they, they are, buddy. Someone linked to me on a website that it was... <laughs> You know how you the first thing every libertarian says is like it's not cap, it's not anarcho capitalism. So this guy's like, not. "Hey Maddox, libertarians are really open to the idea of vaccination." And then he sent me a link to a website where libertarians were defending this uh, this thing, and it was like something like anarchistcapitalist.com, and they were talking about the merits of vaccination. Oh wow, thank you for being so open minded about vaccination, guys. What are you thanking us for being on board with vaccines? Sarcastically, like sure. libertarians yeah. are definitely for vaccines. Sure, they are. I appreciate that. Why? I don't understand why you're being smug about it. Because, like, because they're definitely pro vaccine. Well, it says on the libertarian website that people should be allowed to choose whatever medical procedure they want or don't want for themselves. Yes. That includes vaccinations. I disagree with well, that. Well, for themselves. Yeah. You think. Oh, I don't know. You, even not, yeah, get into you, you it. shouldn't. You, you shouldn't be allowed to not choose vaccinations. End of story. You're. They should have a federal You're talking regulation. You're your children, though. That's different. Because you don't, you don't vaccinize yourself as an adult. Right. right? Like, well, specifically, vaccines are applied to children. No, so you we're do. talking about You get all the, the flu vaccine. You can get pneumonia vaccines. You can get all so sorts of vaccines. So you think that the federal government should mandate that all adults get the flu vaccine? Not Every the flu year. vaccine, but, but it, it should be proportional to the threat of whatever it is. Like, say, for example, Ebola was going crazy and it was an actual threat and everyone was getting it, then they mm-hmm. came up with the vaccine, yeah, the government should mandate that you should oh, get the Ebola vaccine. That's a horrifying dystopia that I want no part of. Yeah. The government deciding... You know, the government's had a lot of uh, bad cures for diseases over the years. They thought leprosy was contagious, so they threw everyone in uh, quarantine on islands. They'd take away their kids from them. Turned out it wasn't contagious. Yeah, so... Whoops. That's the utopian fallacy, Dick. Just because they're not perfect doesn't mean that you should throw the baby out with the bathwater. Mm. It means you should limit their power, though. Mm. What okay. if the baby has leprosy? Yeah, then, I don't know. Then <laughs> you fucking flush that That's bitch. It. All right, Dick, you what's your get problem? To a problem? Yeah, you My problem, problem is not all blank knee jerks. What does that this mean? This week. So, you know, the uh, terrorist attacks in Paris happened. Just happened. Well, yeah, by the time this comes out, they'll have happened uh, a couple days ago. So, I hop on to, I hop on to Twitter, because I think Twitter's a good source of news. Twitter and, because uh, you get like, in the, the popular feeds, you get like, what's going on right now, right? You just punch it into wherever, you're not going to get what's going on right now. But all this stuff was developing. So I hop on there, click on the Muslim keyword. Yeah. Click, click on Paris, click on Islam. Right. Uh, what do I see? Terrorism has no religion. Right. That's what I see in the trending keywords. Here's, here's, here's some quotes. from I love all followers of the Islamic faith. I'm here to protect you from the ignorant comments that will come after this tragic event. I'm like, well, what? 
is that is that the time for this right now? Terrorism has no religion. Spread love, educate, wait, wait. and don't generalize. That's a, right. I'm like, what, what? So a terrorist attack happens, and everyone's first. There's hundreds of thousands of these tweets. Nowhere among them, maybe a small fraction of them, did I see anything that was critical of Islam. That's it's because Dick. hundreds of thousands of people, not all Muslims, not all Muslims. Like guys, no, Dick. guys. Are you fucking serious? Now, th- your first response to this is to attack some imaginary racist that's out there criticizing Islam for this? Are you fucking kidding me? Not all Muslims? Yeah, we know. There's billions of them. Nobody thinks it's all Muslims. Nobody. Okay, you're so off base on this. First of all, the problem with Twitter and getting your news from it is that Twitter prioritizes popular tweets. So those tweets that you're reading of people saying it's not all Muslims, et cetera, et cetera, those are popular because people are putting their support behind it by favoriting it or retweeting it. That's mm-hmm. why you're seeing those those prioritized in your feed. No, why I don't do you all. read why don't you read the comments under just I just changed my profile picture on Facebook to a picture of myself my logo, Mm -hmm. with the French colors behind it, right? Didn't even make a statement. Just just a a, a show of solidarity, and it's not slacktivism because I'm not expecting anything to change. (laughs) People are like, man, I I just mad at slacktivism. No, it's not, idiot, Uh. because I'm not doing it to change anything. It's just a show of solidarity with all my French friends. So that one simple act of just changing my profile picture, just hateful Shithead after shithead after shithead. Like Every what? single one. What I, I can read it right yeah, now. Yeah, load it up. I want to see what's hateful. All right, for example, there's a meme going around. It shows some guy crying, throwing his hands up in the air, and it says, hashtag terrorism has no religion. Stop noticing demographic trends. Remember, Hitler, this is pure coincidence. Shut up, shut up. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm complaining about that guy. That's a that's no. a not all knee jerk. No, he's not. He's saying he's he's being sarcastic. It's a sarcastic tweet. It's a sarcastic post. Okay. There's another one here. So he's what? He's saying he's making fun of those people just like me. He's saying sarcastically that we should not look at demographics, demographic trends of who's causing this this terrorism to happen. He's suggesting it's all Muslims. Oh, that's a big leap. No, that's not. That's what he's saying. That's what See, these, these guys are saying. See, I don't think that's my problem with these knee-jerk, not all blank knee-jerks, is it's it's just binary thinking to them. Like, y- you can't have a conversation about anything involving Islam and terrorism and specifically this attack without them jumping down your throat like you're making some blanket accusation about a fourth of the planet when nobody is doing that. There, a lot of people are doing it, Dick. Way more than you think. You, on, you, on Twitter? Your head is in the fucking sand here, buddy. I will I will double down on this. You're absolutely 100% wrong. There are a lot of bigots out there. A lot of them are saying, turn the Middle East to, to glass. These people are on my forums. They're posting pictures of Richard Perlman, the, the journalist who got beheaded. They're like, yeah, this is what Islam is. And uh, uh, religion of peace, yeah, right. They're all saying that shit, man. There's a lot of them out there. There are a lot of bigots out there. Hmm. Yeah, I'm with you on there being a lot of bigots out there. I don't think Twitter's reaching them. I don't think um, comments like, I'm beyond proud to say that my best friend is Muslim. Um, The term Islamic terrorism is entirely unnecessary. Terrorism is an atrocity regardless. Uh, You know what? I don't know. You say there's a ton of bigots out there. I I think that these people, these knee jerks, are being overly politically correct 
and they're killing any sensible conversation about this. Well, like you it? don't think it has anything to do with it, anything at all. Well, if you look at the statistics, Dick, no, it, I don't think it does. What, I think what it are has the more statistics? To do, I made this argument several episodes back when we talked about terrorism, and I yeah. said that I think it has more to do with poverty and ignorance. And you don't see, generally speaking, you don't mm-hmm. see terrorism, like people in, in affluent neighborhoods blowing themselves up. You don't see people in affluent neighborhoods just leaving to go. Jo- You're talking to, about in America. In, in anywhere in the world. Okay. Anywhere in the world, even even the Middle East. Look at the look at Bahrain. How much terrorism comes out of Bahrain? I have no idea. But yeah, do you ben, know anything about Bahrain? Bin Laden's family was Has fabulously tons of wealthy, money. right? Yeah. I, and that's why I say Sean, with 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 few exceptions. But Bin Laden was He's also a pretty big exception, I would say. Bin Laden, yeah. And he had shitloads of money. Well, so now we're back to the original exe- conversation, an, which he, is, so what's the real problem But, here? Dick, Bin Laden is one man. He didn't fucking fly the planes into 9-11, did he? <laughs> I into think the he World had something Trade to Center. do with it. And, and, and who did he recruit? A bunch of fucking poor, ignorant, suggestible dullards. A bunch of morons. Same thing with Hitler. He, Hitler was a smart guy, right? He's very charismatic. He's a great orator. He's able to manipulate people. He's able to tap into that emotion and then harness it for hate. Mm-hmm. That's what Hitler did. Hitler Using, himself didn't kill six million Jews. Yeah. His his peons did. The the ignorant people, the people who are suggestible, the people who are emotionally manipulated. Those are the people that Bin Laden got to fly into those planes. Notice how Bin Laden didn't fly into the planes. Of course, he's sitting in a fucking mansion somewhere. But that was him. That was the one guy. But the people who are doing this, these terrorist acts, they're the they're the most ignorant, the most poor. Sure. And that's how that's how they become such fanatics. Is because they don't have any. Any grounded worldview, they don't have any way to relate to anyone else outside of all, all they're taught day and night is their religion. But see, there you go. Now we're back to the conversation we should be having, which is, well, how much does religion play in this whole thing? Which is a sensible conversation. No, it's not. How is it not a sensible conversation? Because, Dick, out of 1.6 billion Muslims. Again, we're back to the nobody thinks 1.6 billion Muslims Dick, let are me finish his points, okay? Yeah. Out of 1.6 billion Muslims, if this religion instigated hatred or killing or terrorism, we would all be dead. 1.6 billion Muslims. For some, it, there must be something else. I mean, that's exactly else. why no one believes it, because it's absurd. Like, right, yeah, it is absurd. no one thinks, like, stop saying it. All these fucking, not all blank knee jerks, stop fucking saying it. We all are on the same page. No. We can, oh, like you're going to convince some hillbilly on Twitter. Hey, uh, hey, an uh, unreachable person who's consumed with bigotry and hatred, let me reach out with this touching tweet that not all Muslims, like we all fucking know, not all Muslims, but there's valid, pro- there's a valid conversation to have about the issues in Islam that might be contributing to this. Okay. Might. Fine, fine, Dick. You want to make that argument? Then let's, let's look at video games, right? Let's look at video games. Uh, when Dillis and Harris Klebold, uh, whatever, those guys that shot up Columbine, mm-hmm. they went through their houses and they found that they were playing the video game Doom. And they said that Doom is Great a very game. violent video game. Yep. It's, it's true. Uh, it has satanic overtones. True. You know what? It's in maybe, hell. Maybe they, got, maybe they got inspired by this video game. Mm-hmm. And then people said, well, that's a real shitty argument because millions of people play these video games and don't go out and shoot schools. In fact, Japan... Biggest country on earth, I think, that plays video games amongst the amongst the populace. Millions of people in Japan 
playing these violent video games, not going to shoot up schools. So what's the difference between those two shitheads who went up and shot up their school yeah. and the millions of people who, who play video games and don't? This is a great example because this is a... You are exhibiting this knee-jerk, this not-all-blank knee-jerk reaction. It is, it is absolutely valid to look at violent video games and wonder what they're doing to kids' brains. That is 100% something that we might want to do, that we should do, not with my money, but it's certainly a, <laughs> certainly a valid response. Like, I think that violent video games encourage violent thinking. You think I that? happen to think that, yeah. And I think, I think a, a brain study would back that up because you're sitting there being violent, hunting, and satisfying base impulses. Now, remember... I am totally for everyone playing violent video games, but I'm not against asking the question, hey, you think these uh, violent video games are maybe fucking with kids' heads a little bit? You think we should all look at that and then maybe let people make, let parents make the decision of what they're doing with their kids? That's totally reasonable. And in that exact same way, it's worth looking at this and saying, what's going on here? Why are all these, why are all these people going Alu Akbar when they're causing all this fucking mayhem. Let's ask, let's ask the question, what's the big deal? We ask the same question about Christian fundamentalists when they're all anti-gay. We have no problem with going up saying, what's the deal, what's the deal with this? Why are, why are all these Christian fundamentalists so anti-gay? We can sit there and have that conversation, but we cannot have the exact same conversation about Islamic fundamentalists. No, because first of all, there, I don't even know where to begin here. Um, Dick, what you the argument that you're making now is so pointless and futile because you're saying that because we have this problem that happens to be with Islam the, these Islamic terrorists which sure. by the way they're not even the majority the uh, the the majority of the terrorists excuse me the majority of the terrorism that has occurred in Europe is not Islamic you just looked that up no I I brought that in as a fact several what, well, episodes what ago it? what is it. In in Europe, yeah, it's separatist groups. They're people who want independence. They're people like, for example, in uh, they're, yeah, yeah, they're they're separatist groups. They're doing explosions. Uh, like in Thailand, there's a there's a um, there are groups in Thailand. There's groups in in France. I can pull it up. I have. Well, it, I, have I don't it right think here. you need to because we understand that. Like you you say that they're separatist groups. And it's like oh, that makes sense. Then they just want their own country. They want more money. They want more of what they're giving away to who's ever running the country, probably poorly, if they're causing a revolution. Here, I got this right here. Doesn't matter. I just conceded the point. Um, yeah, the majority, the majority of terrorism. Did you hear my answer, up. though? Yeah, I did. I yeah. did. So you understand what the separatists want. Like, you, it's perfectly acceptable. Like, nobody says, nobody's on Twitter going, not all separatists want that. Like, some of us are peaceful. <laughs> Dick, it's not some of, okay? We're talking about the majority. So you, here's why you're, what you're suggesting is stupid, to even look at violent video games as a potential why? cause. I'll tell. Why is I'm that about so to fucking explain it, dude. It's stupid because... You look at the statistics. If less than one half of 1% of people who play video games, violent or otherwise, are committing mass shootings, guess what? 
I think it's pretty fucking safe to say it's not video games. Same thing with Islam, same thing with Christianity, same thing with Jews or any other thing. If the majority, over 99.999% of people who do that thing don't fucking commit crimes and mass shootings and bombings, it's probably pretty fucking safe to say. Because if you even study that, what are you going to find? What are you going to possibly find that's going to link that activity that millions of people are doing with killing people? Because it's already fucking there. The statistics are already there. You don't have to have that discussion. It's just a discussion steeped in bigotry. That's all it is. Even with video games, it's steeped in in bigotry? No, with Islam, it's bigotry. But in video games, it's ignorance. It's just scapegoating. It's always something bad. Of course it is. This is exactly why I think it's a problem. Especially with violent video games. Like, it's... It's worth looking at. Why? Like, well, the statistics don't back up your your theory. I don't have a oh my theory that the violent, violent video, video games, games might contribute to violence. Yes. Oh no, I didn't say violence. I said it might encourage violent thinking. Violent thinking, but it's wh- still an it's still an action is very different than the thinking. But okay. it's it's completely valid to look at what the effect of these games are on kids. What? That's 100% again, valid. Again, Dick, if, you, if, if 99.9% of people who have that violent thinking aren't, aren't acting violently, you're wasting money, you're wasting your time. Wasting money understand, trying to understand what effect video games has on kids. I, just to- I totally disagree with that. Again, I don't want to pay for it, well, okay, but Dick, I don't think it's stupid fine, to look into. Fine, totally reasonable argument. You know what? When people who drive drunk get in accidents and wreck, uh, wreck their cars kill people, you know, let's not eliminate the possibility that maybe the car is influencing them into having uh, uh, reckless behavior. Maybe let's look at the psychology behind the type of car they drive. Maybe it's Corvettes. Maybe it's a Ford. Maybe it's a certain brand. Let's look at the leather inside the car. Maybe there's some correlation between the leather seats and people who drive recklessly. Let's look at um, uh, the color of the Those car. Those studies like that exist. Yeah. There's studies on bumper stickers relating bumper stickers to aggressive driving. Sure, but if you were going to make the case, say that all red cars contribute to reckless driving, and then you look at the statistics and say, well, over 99% of people who drive red cars don't drive recklessly. Mm-hmm. So isn't it safe to say we can toss that out? I don't know what you're tossing out in this case, though. This, like, this you're theory. Very, you're, oh, let's, let's just keep it to video games, because I think we can have a more sens- sensible discussion about that. The theory of, eh, maybe they got something to do with it. Like, m- maybe they're not the healthiest things to let little kids play. It's not crazy. And that's got nothing to do with red. You're reading something. What are you reading? No, go on. I'm uh, listening. No, no, I'm you're listening. not listening at all. What are you reading? <laughs> I have, you haven't been listening the whole time. No, I have been. I have been. But there's what a lot of- What are you reading of, about? I'm reading that there are a lot of comments. I, I'm just like scrolling through my profile picture comments yeah. where just one idiot after another is saying, uh, you know, yeah, it's the religion of peace, and but but it's not because yeah, there's a PCU Islam. over there. There's a PCU. Go ahead. Huh? No, no, no. Go ahead. No, they're they're all saying they're all saying that uh, you know essentially it's the same it's the same argument. They have blinders on because every time one of these incidents happen, they're very uh-huh. dramatic, right? Well, they're um, horrifying. Of course, it's horrifying. Yeah, vote up terrorism. It's 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 very horrifying. Um, it's very dramatic, but uh, relatively speaking, if you combine all the terrorist deaths done by Islam in the last in the last five years in Europe doesn't even compare to the number of terrorist deaths caused by one American, Timothy McVeigh, in Oklahoma. Yet people... 
Then yeah. why do you need to say it? Yeah, why? Like everyone knows that. They why don't, are you, Dick? They don't. Yeah, Look at these comments. I, but you're again. You're not gonna. You're not gonna sway them if they want to believe that. You're not gonna sway them by saying, "Oh, remember, guys, it's not all." Timothy Muslims. McVeigh's worse. Like all, none of those people would argue that, would they? That yeah. he's like, "Oh, Timothy McVeigh." Uh, like they're not comparing terrorist acts. They're saying. In my opinion, they're saying, hey, maybe we should look at this Islam thing and see why it always seems to pop up. It like, doesn't, I don't think that's crazy. It doesn't or always pop up. bigoted to say. Yeah, it is. Because again, I, the argument is, if you have a statistic that says 99.9% of this But this no certain one's thing, doubting that. No, but but to even to even suggest that it might be Islam is deeply offensive How is it, and wait insulting. Wait a minute. How is it suggesting that it's Islam? That what you what do you what do you want to look at? What is the study you want done that will satisfy? That will say then you can finally uh, wipe your hands clean. And say okay, we're, we're I'm not we're interested good at this. in wiping my hands clean. I think that's part of the misunderstanding here. Like I don't, I'm not looking for a number. I'm not trying to solve for X. I'm wondering why is it that this always should? Like I, when I brought in terrorists, I said. What was it? Poverty? I looked it up. That counterterrorism expert wrote in and said, "No, no, it's he's not wrong. That. He's fucking wrong." <laughs> I brought in the stats he, and showed him. He said there is no correlation. There's no evidence. He said these are his words. He said there's no evidence that shows that countries with the biggest, with the most poverty, uh, increase have the most levels of terrorism. And I looked it up, and it's it's actually absolutely fucking true. All the countries with the most poverty, the greatest income disparity, the greatest wealth inequality, all the countries right along the line, Iraq, Afghanistan, they uh. They all have the highest incidence of terrorism. You're mm-hmm. telling me that that we need to start looking at the teachings of Islam where 1.6 billion people are not violent, are not doing these these acts. We need to give an equal amount of weight to both of these ideologies, to both of these theories that maybe uh, poverty is is uh, correlated to it versus re- this, this uh, religious doctrine. I don't know why it's so offensive to so many people to suggest that we look into it. Like, what's what's the deal? Here with all these people, why are they why are they manipulated by this specifically? Right? Are you insane? It, 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 it's just like the video game argument. Why look Which into I it? I think is valid to look into. Okay, video well, games always pop. What's going on with these video games? Why are they? What kind of effect do they have? It seems pretty. Seems to always pop up. Seems it does. Seems extreme. That's it doesn't. All. You have blinders on. You. Th- you that's don't think what the violent media- video games make people a little bit violent in the head, kids? With uh, not completely developed brains? You think that, I mean, well, how many hours of violent video games should they be playing every day? I don't think 24. I think that's a little bit too much violence. Well, here's the question. Once you have the answer, what do you do about it? I don't know. I don't even know what form the answer would take. Uh, take Islam, for example. What if okay. you do find some kind of link? What do you do about it? Right. Well, then, I don't know. I mean, that's like, what did we do about, what did we do about gay shit? Christian fundamentalists hate gay people, right? They're trying to wipe it out. What did we do about that? But Christian fundamentalists are a sliver of of the pie. They're not representative. Yeah, no, I don't know. No, they're fucking not. Here, you know what? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about Christian terrorism, okay? The Lord's Resistance Army. You ever heard of this? No. Well, yeah, you have. You heard about it in 2012, because that's Coney. Joseph Coney, well, from oh, the LRA, the, the Lord's guy? Resistance Army. He's, he claims that he only has one law, and it's the Ten Commandments, and he abides by the <laughs> Ten Commandments. And those nine are his, more. He's a very fucking religious dude, right? He's yeah. doing the Lord's work, killing, raping, capturing, indoctrinating people. Mm-hmm. That's a Christian terrorist, right? But when we think of terrorism, we're only thinking about Islam because that's the only and thing that ever comes up. I don't have a problem with no, labeling that as on. a Christian terrorist. Hold on, Dick. That's fine. But why aren't, why aren't these same people— 
right? Why aren't you saying, well, let's let's take a look at maybe and see if if Christianity is uh, is the cause of this? Because clearly it fucking isn't. Clearly the majority of Christians aren't the Lord's resistance army. Why is nobody saying not all Christians are like that? Like nobody it would take it for granted. Right? Because it's not the narrative that the media can sell. The, 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 Islam, terrorism, like it goads people into this argument. Are they selling that narrative still? Absolutely. Oh, man, I don't know about Sh- that. Sean, something interesting you said, uh, this is a really important question. I think everyone t- should think about this, is what do you do about it? I, I had an argument with a friend a long time ago who told me he had this professor at, uh, I think it was at Carnegie Mellon. And he said this professor wrote this paper that's very uh, controversial and very contentious in academic circles because he's making the case that black people have lower IQs. You said this on the podcast before. Right, okay, I mean- You did the whole thing. Okay, so uh, for anyone who hasn't heard that, that's essentially the the gist of it, right? This guy's guy's saying that black people have lower IQs, et cetera, et cetera. If that, let's just say, let's just ignore all the evidence. Let's give it, let's grant it. Let's Uh Let's just say that it's true. Yeah. What do you then do about it? Yeah. What can you possibly do How is that information even useful? Well, I'll tell you what you do in the case of uh, Christian fundamentalism. You find the Pope and you say, hey, tell everybody it's okay to be gay. So when you go to, when you find that there's something wrong, there's there's something, maybe there's something in Islam that might be a little fucky, maybe some hidden rules that 1.6 billion people don't follow, but the fundamentalists do, you go find the head of it and you say, hey, can you like disavow these rules and say that it's not okay to kill in the name of Muhammad and to protect Islam, can you can you like disavow? Because that uh, that's what would that's what would uh, fix that problem. I, if hey. the Pope had come out and said, "Hey, Lord's Resistance Army," just to clarify about those Ten Commandments, um, there's no raping. Then the Lord's Resistance Army would suddenly sit back and say, "Hey, that's a good point, Pope. Thank you for telling me." These guys, Dick, mm-hmm. are going to be doing whatever they're going to be doing. No matter what, and they're going to find justification to do it. And yeah. it, it doesn't matter if it's religion. It doesn't matter if it's uh, if it's land, if it's some different ideology, if it's revenge, if it's poverty. Whatever it is, they're going to find some reason to attack people. And religion is super easy to do because people believe it. It's super easy to manipulate people who are religious and also poor and desperate and impoverished. These are not wealthy people who are doing this. I think that poverty has a much higher correlation than than uh, religion does. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to listen to that expert, though. He said it didn't. I know you said that he's wrong. He's but. absolutely wrong, and I posted the statistics. That guy, I mean, that guy's job relies on there always being terrorism, right? Oh, you think he's ginning it up? He's absolutely wrong. But you think it, his, since his job relies on terrorism, he's like, well, you know, it's confusing people to keep it, keep the machine going. It's politically shaded for sure. Mm. I think it's politically shaded for sure. Okay. Yeah, but uh, the the evidence is absolutely there. Look it up. And Dick, I want you to can you do do this favor for me after this podcast is over? Mm-hmm. I want you to hop on my Facebook page and just look at the comments. I don't I don't want to go read comments on your Facebook page. Well, I mean, it's it's essentially affirming what you're what you're saying. These these guys don't exist. These knee jerk, not all Muslims or not all blank whatever those guys. Yeah, I think that bigotry exists, but I have this specific problem is with these not all blank knee jerks because I brought in other examples of them doing this. Like I didn't want to dwell on this terrorism shit for that long, but it seems like they show up and just ruin conversations by repeating things 
that nobody thinks. To an, it's just a big echo chamber. Like they're getting in there and telling each other this feel-good nonsense that everybody already knows. Like when that yes all women hashtag happened right. and then the not all men happened. It's like, oh, could you shut the fuck up with the not all men? Nobody is saying that. That's not what this is about at all. Just like in this case, like it's not about that at all right now. Well, if you click on some of those tweets where people are making these comments and look at the conversation, like click on the view conversation because it shows you the thread. It's mm-hmm. usually in response to somebody making it making one of these statements, like we should all turn them to glass. It's all Muslims, et cetera, et cetera. This yeah, I, it's this, an extreme statement. Yeah, like, it's an extreme statement, but it exists and it's out there. And I am I am shocked and overwhelmed by the sheer amount I have seen in my comment section on the website. Yeah. It's really, really disheartening. Um, I, I encourage you to look at it. I mean, if you won't even look at it, Dick, you're ignoring that the problem is there. No, I just don't want to read a bunch of repetitive, bigoted comments. Like, <laughs> what do you, why would I? Why would I go do that? To to on the internet, I'm, I'm not a, like internet comments don't really phase me as much as they phase you. But, like, I'm not going to read it and go, oh, my, the, I get, get the vapors but, over it. But, it's Dick, like, you're, okay, you well, cannot— It's you, mostly kids venting. You cannot make the statement that nobody's making these comments, and then also when I point out that they are and I tell you exactly where to go to read them, you say, well, I'm not going to read them. You can't—both of those things can't exist. you got to choose one. Here's what I know. I clicked on the words on Twitter— I don't see any of that shit. All I see is not all Muslims, not everybody. Be careful. You don't want to offend a, a quarter of the planet. We can't talk about you. Don't even mention it. I'm, I'm already I'm already pre-apologizing for anything that might happen. One guy's already afraid of the violence that Muslims are going to suffer because of white est- extremists. I'm like, give me a fucking break they here. They do. The Sikh temple got shot up because of some white dipshit extremist because he listened to this narrative and then went in there and shot him because guess what? They're a bo- the Sikhs look look uh, Islamic. Sikhs look ethnic. Let's just go in and shoot a bunch of Sikhs. Peaceful fucking Sikhs who have nothing to do with Islam or anything. He no. doesn't He doesn't even do the basic amount of research. Like <laughs> He wants to go shoot up a madrasa or something and he fucking picks, picks a Sikh temple. That's that's what this is resulting in. I don't take it lightly. The people who, who believe this shit dick are way, way more than you absolutely than you than you might think and if you're not even willing to look at the comment thread to see why they're saying that then why do that's you think a I'm problem. not willing to look at the fucking comment thread i just don't want to waste time i can, you read one it seemed like a smart ass comment like i've read shitty comments online before i know what people say i just don't think these knee-jerk jackasses are helping anything well that's a different argument if you want to say they're not helping who knows i mean maybe Maybe you're right, because saying shit online... Uh, <laughs> They're just in a big circle jerk. That's all it is. It's a big circle jerk. Like, every time there's any kind of cop violence, or, oh, not all cops, not all cops. Like, nobody's fucking saying it's all cops, but they're trying to open up a conversation about this, and you fucking idiots are so eager to congratulate yourselves for being so progressive and sympathetic to everyone you can't even stop to think about it for one second critically like you're so terrified of anybody generalizing ever that you stop thinking that's my problem with it yeah well um i think that uh, i think you have to be careful which which one of these things you look at because uh when you start to turn when you start to say you know turn the critical eye on any ideology that billions of people are into, right? Be it uh, um, uh, Buddhism or Islam or Judaism or Christianity or whatever, which I don't think there's a billion Jews out there. But um, if you start to turn that that uh, that glass towards that, they might start turning the glass towards 
oh, I don't know, say uh, Western imperialism, which is how they view. Good. Well, Everybody look at everything. Fuck your beliefs and your religion. Eviscerate it. It's all tradition, which is stupid. Take it, tear it apart, find what's wrong with it, and stop it. I don't have a problem subjecting any of these things to a microscope. If you, if you, if the majority of whatever ideology are peaceful, it's not that ideology. I, I will go on the record as saying that. I believe it absolutely. The yeah. majority of all these ideologies are not violent. People are not these things. Like all any of these, like all of these billions of Muslims around the world, they're just people going around. Like they're not even they they're, they're not even like doing the exact religion. I mean, you know that everybody everybody knows that whatever they call themselves, they're not doing exactly what the scriptures tell them to do, right? Well, there's varying I mean, they're not, degrees. They're yeah. not a robot. Yeah, yeah, they they pick and choose, exactly. and they got their own religion in their head. That's everybody the point. Yeah. fucking know. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Stop congratulating yourselves for thinking you're broadcasting this to the world. Well, if you're saying that everybody knows that, but just even a few minutes ago, you said... Dick Masterson. Instant amnesia. (laughs) You said a few minutes ago, why doesn't the Pope come out and say, hey, Christians, why don't you you, uh, be more tolerant towards the gays? You just said that. And yeah. now, now you're saying that nobody's going to, every, everyone's going to re- believe whatever they want to a degree anyway. So, I mean, that's the problem, Dick. Like, people are going to find some justification for whatever shitty beliefs that they want, whatever shitty agenda they have, they're going to find a justification for it, be it religion, be it land, be it some ideology, nationalism. Yeah, so they all deserve to be attacked. They fundamentally all deserved to be deconstructed until they have no power. I'm fucking tired of defending these any ideology, and this one is a big one. They should all have their belief system torn apart, and the bad part should be exercised like a fucking cancer. That's what I think. That's just one man's opinion, though. One point, I'm not a professional in this field. 1.6 billion people should be should have their ideology torn apart. Because- no, 7 billion. Not 1.6, 7. Yeah. Everybody. Even though there's no evidence that the ideology causes this. The ideology in and of itself should be deconstructed just because it exists. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, that's what that's what theologians do. Religious scholars do that all the time. They look at different religions and see what's in common, what's, what's not in common. Well, I think we should be allowed to have this conversation. You are. Yeah. You are. I'll get a lot of shit for it. If there were, say, um, uh, a million or two million of these people around, even then it's a small minority. But then I have to step back and say, okay, well, there's a lot. Wait of a minute, them. two million of what? Terrorists. Well, see, but then you get into the other conversation of what? How many people sympathize? Like, what? How many people are That's down with Sharia law? And then you're like, well, now I need to. Now I really want to start asking hard questions about what's going on here, no, right? Without a, offending, like without. Oh, not all. Not all 1.6 billion. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. It's not all 1.6 billion. But let's ask some harder questions than just it's poverty. Money doesn't fix everything. No, money doesn't fix everything, but uh, it is poverty and ignorance. You don't see really well-read, highly highly read, highly uh, intelligent people blowing themselves up. It's not them. Those aren't the ones doing it. You know, who, you know the, the really smart ones, the really smart terrorists? They're the Osama bin Ladens who are but just sitting in a But that's the dangerous one. Well, yeah. Like, but we that's get, the worst one. Right, but you get them. But the ones who are causing the trouble, like the henchmen, are just ignorant Poor people. The henchmen don't even get credited in the movie. It's just henchmen. He's got no name. The henchmen don't fucking matter. But and the they're the poor are, ones. The henchmen are the problems. In in World War II, Hitler 
World War II Germany was really feeling down on themselves because they were everybody, down in the dumps. That's true. Everybody came down on them after World War One. Yeah. Everybody and and Germans were not feeling proud. Germans were not feeling good about themselves. And Hitler tapped into that emotion and said, "No, you know what? We're we're not only." Good, we're the best. Mm-hmm. We're the best people, and it's these fucking Jews who are the problem. Yeah. Let's turn our attention towards the Jews who are actually the bankers, and, and maybe he maybe he had some stick up his ass about a Jewish banker sometime, but he, he, he characterized that as the problem, and then that mm-hmm. turned into fascism. Yeah. But the people who carried out his orders— they're not the ones. They're not the ones. Uh, they're the. They're the ones who are being emotionally manipulated. And same thing with these people right now. There's this whole argument. I think I read it on Slate or The Atlantic a while ago, where this guy's talking about um, how many Islamic men who go into terrorism might feel so downtrodden and and down on themselves because of their lifestyle and because uh, they don't have much. All they have is their religion. It's it's almost like the, it's almost exactly like an American gang. Gang members only have their pride and their sure. reputation. Yeah. And when you try to take that away from them, they lash out and they'll do it at any cost. That's why we have a gang problem. That's why we have a terrorism problem. I think they have something really, uh, really big in common. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, you want to do your problem? Well, maybe, maybe these poor time. people. Yeah, that, that's fine. But uh, I just want to say one more thing. Something that could actually help out some of these poor people. Uh, Muslims or gangs or uh, you know anyone is saving $5. Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use the promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase. Uh, did you know it's Movember? Do you know what Movember is? Oh, that's the one uh, where everyone grows out a, a mustache. Yeah? yeah, everyone grows out a mustache. Yeah, all right. Sorry. Yeah, Movember, everybody grows out a mustache. Harry's is the official partner of the Movember Foundation and will yeah. be donating their money. I think I, know read on the, I read on their website they're donating like 5%. Or something like that for, um, let me see here. So see, it's not the majority. Yeah, for helping raise awareness for men's health. It's prostate cancer, right? Is that Movember? I think so, yeah. Movember is for prostate cancer. Yeah, prostate cancer. I mean, against prostate cancer. It's not for. Oh, it's not for? No. Harry's is not promoting. It's, it's not, not no. encouraging you to stick a microwave wand up your ass misconception. and give prostate cancer? No, huge misconception. They are not about that. Hey, Harry's delivers a superior shave for an incredible price. They bought the razor factory in Germany. So if you think you're going to pick up cheap razors downtown or something that are Harry's quality, you are definitely not. You're dead wrong. You're dead wrong. They sell at a uh, factory direct prices and only cost a fraction of the price. That guy who called in, our friend with the bad haircuts, yeah, he's a Harry's user. Yeah. Yeah, big time because he saves a ton of money. Smooth as a baby's bottom. Go to- his own baby's bottom. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Go to harrys.com, enter promo code biggest problem, save $5 off your first purchase. They'll ship it right to your door, guys. Nothing more convenient. Uh, really, really high quality blades and it supports the show thank you so much guys and for for tweeting these at harry's they've been uh they they love they tweeted us back yeah they tweeted us back back today super cool and they tweeted us a little emoji of a punch like a a fist punching i think that was a bro fist oh bro fist yeah not as let's let's give them credit let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say it was a punch to the face every bro every bro fist is a punch and sometimes that punch is met with another bro fist (laughs) anyway guys dick i got a problem I got a real big problem. Okay. Bigger than yours, but only... <laughs> I, I think so. I think it's bigger than yours. Yeah. I think it's the root cause of this. I think it's zealots. 
Oh, zealots. Yeah, zealots. Zealots are the I problem. Bring in something. I thought you were going to bring in something a little lighter to no. balance out the <laughs> heavy problem and a light problem. Boy, was that uh, wrong. Nope, just a big long. You don't have a light problem in there. Heavy you just, duty. You want to get really I do. into the same the same type of problem for the entire show. Okay. Well, I but I have I have different types of zealots in here uh, because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's different types, and it's important to it's important to realize that zealotry of all different colors and shades are mm-hmm. problems. Uh, as we know, there's ethnic and racial supremacists, right? Those are definitely zealots. There is political or ideological zealots, yeah. which we we need we haven't even gotten America around to was that. founded by those people by zealots political zealots. Yeah, they really oh, yeah. were really in, they really had a hard on for freedom. Yeah, well, I think they just uh, they just got tired of taxation from uh, from that overseas. Is the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> there's those zealots. There's religious fanaticism, right? Promoting yeah. religious views to an extreme. That's what caused this whole shit. That and poverty. <laughs> <laughs> you better not cut that out. No. All right. No. Why would I? So it, it had something to do with it. Well, they used it to manipulate these people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now we're talking. But. If it's the exact same doctrine that everyone else is reading, a 1.6 billion of them, and 99.9% of them are not acting out, then it's pretty safe to say that's not the cause. It's also a large part to do with poverty and ignorance and lack of education. Yeah. Uh, Then you have anti-religious fanaticism. Okay, this is a this is one where people think, well, you know, I'm a I'm an atheist. I just do my thing. I don't I don't bother anyone. But man, I fucking hear from them all the time. And yeah. and have you ever heard? They're of called the- sophomores. <laughs> That's what they're called. <laughs> yeah, they're called sophomores, idiots. Um, have you heard of the militant atheist movement? Have you heard of this? No. Yeah. No. What's their not battle too many people have a bunch of fedoras and overcoats. Well, uh, I think they actually did have, they had an insignia, I think, and there was some kind of uniform. But this was, this was really popularized in Russia, uh, I think by Lenin in the 40s, in the, in the late 30s, early 40s. And he promoted this, this extreme form of atheism. It was the extreme atheist movement. Oh, the this militist, is a real, like, it's a real thing. militant thing. Okay. Yeah, no, it's a real thing. This is the, the militant atheist movement. In 1940, this is from uh, Wikipedia, and there's a, there's a whole article about it, but over 100 bishops, tens of thousands of Orthodox clergy, and thousands of monks and lay believers had been killed or had died in Soviet prisons and the Gulag. They actually went around and rounded up uh, these these uh, monks, any religious people, and then it, it killed a lot of them. Right. A lot of bishops and priests, they were just rounded up and killed, and there were these atheist churches that popped up not quite churches but they called them enlightened like uh, houses of enlightenment or whatever where they would go and they'd read poetry and talk about science and all these things it was kind of like you know uh, (laughs) r slash atheism's utopia on reddit sounds awesome yeah it was real great until they started killing hundreds and thousands of people yeah um there's consumer (laughs) what do you mean better than a violent video game do it in real life same thing um (laughs) yeah that you can be religiously fanatical you can be uh, anti-religiously fanatical. There's consumer fanaticism. Oh, I know who you're talking about now. Who do you think? Uh, Android fanboys, <laughs> right? Get the fuck out of here. It's Apple, idiot. iPhone and Apple, idiots. These guys, so there's this, there's this uh, study. Are you talking about fanaticism? Because I know that Apple people identify like, the Apple logo in the same part of their brain as religious iconography. Yeah, yeah, it's true. They've done all sorts of studies. There's a study here called The Dark Side of Consumer Fanaticism. 
Uh, it says, research has shown that some products or brands have fanatical followers who remain highly enthusiastic, devoted, and whose loyalty remains unwavering despite counter-supportive facts and information or persuasive arguments to switch. While many organizations would benefit from having such devoted fans within its consumer base, some authors have pointed to the detriments associated with such rigidity, inflexibility, and dogmatism. And they, they go on and they say that fanatical followers sometimes even hurt the company that they are in support of mm. because they can be so attached to the existing brand or products and can be so highly resistant to change that they can retaliate against new product launches and or brand repositioning leading to its demise. That's, that's actually what happened to Coca-Cola in uh, in the in the mid '80s, with New Coke, with New Coke, yeah, didn't it taste like shit though? No, no they still make New Coke. People liked New Coke. People like New Coke, but they were Wait, resistant to the change. They changes. do, yeah. A lot, they a lot still of people make New no, Coke. They make New. I don't think they make New yeah, Coke. They make new didn't Coke. they? No. They, you know, they. I I I believe they tweaked the formula. Yeah, may, actually, you may be well, right, Sean. They. Well, that's the thing. Like they always say, oh, original formula. Soda manufacturers for a hundred years have constantly changed their formula as. Uh, things become cheaper, you know, they make a higher profit on it. Right. That's nobody sticks to the original formula. Yeah. They want you to think that, but they get tweaked all the time. Yeah, yeah. The, their their mistake there was announcing it. Actually, I don't know if you guys remember. <laughs> so you you think that people actually just lied about the taste? Like they would have preferred it, or they would have not even noticed if Coke hadn't told them. I don't that think people. Up the no, I don't think people would have noticed. I think oh, you're, man, you're very cynical people, about money. No, I, I wish I remembered what it tasted like because I definitely yeah. remember when it came out. Yeah, I think that people who, uh, people, first of all, I'm talking to the two biggest idiots when it comes to the taste of Coke. You, <laughs> oh, Joker God number one it. and Joker number two, you got you, you dipshits couldn't even tell the same exact sample of that Diet was, Coke. Uh, that was flat, that iceless was flat bullshit. Ice. That, yeah. was yeah. that was such a bullshit test. <laughs> that was a bullshit test. Yeah, you got a bullshit you and your <laughs> Coke test. You good. know what? You know what, Sean? Hey, say anything you want. You failed my control, which is you couldn't even recognize the same two samples. You wouldn't well, know a true. control if I shoved it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peppery Sean, welcome back. People were loving your shitty comments. Real shitty comments last episode. Well, when you open the door a little bit, like, I mean, you talked about bangs for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. What did you mean to say? You know what I was talking about. <laughs> no, no one, no. Well, we the know what you are area. talking about. She was cutting my bangs or something like that. Yeah, the front, where my bangs would be, that's where she was. Okay? And I don't appreciate these comments. Someone in the comment section said, hey, Maddox, did your barber go down to the beach and come back with an apron full of sand? <laughs> I saw that one. No. Yeah. Idiot. It was tits. Big old boobies in my face. It was wonderful for her. Anyway, there's leisure fanaticism. People who just love to party and have leisure, excuse me, pleasure to extremes. Yeah. These are people. Fanatics. Yeah. These okay, are, yeah. Well, the zealots. Zeal, okay. Fanaticism is zealotry. Oh. It's zealotry. It's, it's belief of something. Different Here, words, the, though. What's well, the I got definition? the definition. I got the definition. A zealot is a fanatical and uncompromising pursuit of religious, political, or other ideals. It's fanaticism. Mm. That's what zealotry is. Mm. So leisure fanaticism, these are people, you think, well, what's the big deal, man? They're just having a good time, man. Smoking pot, fucking around all day, watching TV. Well, guess what? <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? Yeah, what's wrong with that? Tell you what's wrong with that. Sounds They're like bums. a dangerous person. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a weekend. Yes. That's the problem. Sounds to me like a weak link who's leeching off society. Who's le- someone's <laughs> oh, paying for them. Oh, are they taking your video games from you? Leeching off society. No, th- someone's paying for them. They're not getting jobs. They're not leaving, leading productive lives. They're a drain on the economy. They're a drain on everything. Yeah. They're a big drain. Flush them down it. Sports fanaticism. Oh, they are annoying. This is a huge problem, okay? You remember? <laughs> I don't know about a huge problem. Oh, okay, go oh, ahead. Okay, it's not. Um, <laughs> but it's a problem. 
And it's huge. Uh, <laughs> it results in serious death or injury, riots, millions of dollars in damage. You remember back in 2011 on opening day in Los Angeles? There was yeah, a guy. that was awesome. I got kicked out of that game. No, it wasn't awesome, Dick, because it ruined one man's life. Yeah. Well, three three men, actually. But some guy, his name, uh, let's see, I don't have his name here. Um, Oh, it's Brian. Brian, well, I forget his last name. His name is Brian, but anyway. Stowe. He was Hammerhead. Yeah, Brian Stowe, Stowe, that's his name. Is his name. Oh, that was his name. Brian Stowe, he was walking out of the stadium, I believe, and he was attacked by L.A. Dodgers fans after attending a game against the Giants. He was put into a coma, received traumatic brain injury, has to take 13 medications every day, he has to use a walker to move around. He has to take two different types of anti-seizure medications. Mm-hmm. He lost all this time, and, and uh, he's on disability permanently. He's permanently disabled because yeah. of sports fanaticism. Oh, but Maddox, not all fanatics are like that. I don't know actually, if you didn't know are. that. Actually, not they all are, fanatics yes, attack they fans yes, outside they of the game. There's millions of fans out there, and they don't all attack people. Look at the stats. Well, that's a different argument. If you're saying fans, there's billions true. of sports zealots out there that don't attack people. Right. See, but, nobody jumps to defensive oh, no, sports but fans. Dick, um, shouldn't we look at sports as an yes! ideology? Yes, you should. They're aggressive. Shouldn't we deconstruct and see what about sports causes these fanatics to fight other it's, people? It's, it's the aggression and the alcohol. It's part of sports. You know, yes, it did should you be see like that. These, did you see these two shitheads who attacked this guy? I, I, you want to know something? I got kicked out of that game at yeah. the same time that guy was getting beaten to death. How weird is that? For throwing a beer at a Giants fan. Yeah, uh, you threw a beer at I a threw a beer at Yeah, he was You're dancing. You're the fucking problem, dickhead. He was, no, he was like making faces and dancing, and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll put a stop to this. Wham. What winged an asshole. Beer, grabbed a beer, winged it at him. You're That's a fanatic. fun. Yeah. yeah, fun. Fun, but some guy got beat to death and got permanently disabled. Well, I wasn't part of that, but the, the phalanx Shit. rolled out. You could have been. If this guy, <laughs> I could if those been. guys, if that guy you threw the beer at turned around and started picking a fight, maybe his buddies jumped you. Guess what? That could have been you, dude. Oh, please. Giants fans, go back. I'll punch them back to San Francisco. Uh, Welcome to LA, bitch. Uh, <laughs> so but, they roll out the phalanx to throw me out of this game, yeah. right? I was there with my life coach. Were the Romans there? No, no, they rolled out like that, like the cards yeah. in Alice in Wonderland. Like, okay. hope, hope, hope yeah. they need like 30 guys to kick me out of this Dodger oh, game. Oh, 30 guys, please. You flatter yourself. I, I don't know why they use that many guys. I just thought it was funny that all these guys are like unfolding like a deck of cards. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is, I, it doesn't take this many people to kick me out of the game. So they're all, un, they all unfold all the way up the stairs. And then this one little dude with a different colored shirt comes walking around, marching up the stairs. He goes, you. You're out. I'm like, ah, well, uh, this has been fun, guys, but I'll see you later. So I, I go out with him um, on a date. You know, he kicks me out, and he's like, you know what? you know why he got kicked out? I was like, yeah, he threw a beer at that guy. He was doing a little dance. He goes, well, you know, people have been getting hit with, uh, with beer bottles in there. What do you think about that? Like, yeah. You guys don't serve glass beer. You don't serve any beer. Get, shut the fuck up. It was a plastic cup. I'm, I'm out of the game, all right? I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, okay. I'll see you. So... I'm waiting for my life coach out there outside of the game, thinking he would get up and we could go to the Pacific Dining Car. No, like he's we not always leave. do. No, he doesn't leave. Of course. I find out later that he switched seats and moved into my seat so he could talk to the girl that I've been <laughs> talking to for the whole game. <laughs> and he said, as soon as he sat down, he's like, hey, so, uh, you know, what's your dad like? And she goes, oh. wow, I've never seen a white guy get kicked out of a Dodger game before. Hmm. That was it. Half Mexican, though. Yeah, she didn't know it. You know, uh, you know, Dick. Um, 
I think that it's worth looking at, you know. The, You're back sports, on this now? The sports ideology that uh, that causes people to be violent. You know, and I'm tired of people saying it's not all sports fans because clearly this is happening. It's happening all the time. Shouldn't we look at sports and see what about sports is causing violent thoughts? Yeah, that's the joke I was making. It wasn't a joke, you dickhead. That was your argument. No, that's the joke I was making that... Yeah, about, really about video games. You, about video games. And about sports. And then I said that it's violent that it's violent and of course it encourages violence i well the majority of people who watch sports aren't violent maddox this is the joke i was making when i said it you never hear somebody say not all sports fans not all sports fans like it's this it's very comparable (laughs) yeah but it's because nobody's ever saying that uh that sports are the problem that's causing this violence Although, although, of course, they contribute to it. No, although there is there is an argument now. It's it's kind of starting to catch momentum. They are saying that sports may be causing the athletes themselves to be violent towards their spouses and partners. There is that argument. Okay, wait. Let me let me let me just as the voice of someone of a the non retard on Earth. Like I'm saying of the whole Earth. Like I feel like I have to start speaking for someone who's just not screwed up by TV. Yeah. Sports 100% contribute to aggression. Let's just, let's all agree on that, okay? We don't need any studies to prove it. Of course they do. That's the nature of sports. Uh, That's what makes them great. Okay. I can't, I don't know, I don't even know where to begin to deconstruct that. Of course it's true. Well, you think you kick someone's ass on the field and then you just walk off and put on like a top hat and you're like, oh, well, jolly good game, uh, sir. All right, now uh, let's leave our differences on the field. Fuck no. Yeah, well, there was a period in my life where I played sports and I wasn't more aggressive. I don't think I was. You played sports? Yeah. Yeah, beach I volleyball. Base- I played baseball. Fuck you. I played be- I played baseball. Huh. What, yeah. kind of, what kind of football bat did you use? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> can, you, can you explain the infield fly rule? No, I don't know. I don't okay. remember all the rules, and I probably never even learned it back then. When you when you were like eight, how old were you when you played sports? I was, I believe, 13, 14 years old. Were you I playing with eight-year-olds? Old. No, I was <laughs> playing with other 14-year-olds, dickhead. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I played sports. I didn't feel like I was more aggressive, I, I, and I don't feel like the majority of people. Look, man, uh, when people do these things, when I'm people, generalizing again. It's so offensive, I know. Yeah. Vote up zealots. Zealots are the problem. Zealots are the ones who get kicked out of football games. Zealots are the ones who beat people within an inch of his life and put him in a coma so he can't even spend time with his family and his kids anymore. I think that's like a criminal, though. Yeah, most zealots zealots who act on their shit are. Most Christians... Not all zealots. Most Christians... I would say the majority of zealots. (laughs) This is what it's like with these people. Just not all everything, all the time. Uh, You know what, Dick? If that was your argument right from the get-go, that would have been so much better. Ugh. Because that's kind of funny. Well, that's where I was going, but it got shanghaied by all this terrorism shit. Uh, I mean, it's it's a it's a big. What problem, could man. be worse? You yeah. know, um, the the Westboro Baptist Church is not representative of any Christians. Well, they're just themselves. a bunch of lawyers. Like that's a, they do that to get money. That has nothing to do with religion. And anyone who talks about it negatively is just promoting their brand. Like all they do is try to get attacked. So they can sue. Uh, I don't. It has know nothing to do with bully. Oh yeah. yeah. No, no. Go, go, go. Look at it. It's. Uh, I mean, I, it sounds plausible. I'll yeah. give you that. It does sound plausible. They don't give a shit. Yeah, they're dickheads. They're dickheads. Yeah. They're dickheads. Anyway, man, zealots. Zealots is my problem this week. I have another one. What are we doing on? We're way, way over, over. Way over. Way over. This is a really long episode, guys. Enjoy. 
Enjoy the extra, <laughs> the extra. You got you got some extra bang for your buck, which is nothing. Oh, Just oh. like you'll get at Harry's. What? Uh, speaking of though, we uh, a lot of fans are asking about season two of the bonus episodes. Oh yeah, coming soon, guys. We're gonna. I think we're launching it in December. What's yeah. that? A week from now. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We're launching season two in December. We got a lot of exciting stuff coming. Thank you for supporting the show. The Apple test was really taking a lot of time to plan yeah. properly. Yeah. All right, guys. So my problem was zealots. The biggest problem in the universe. The root cause of Dick's problem. And what was yours? Not all blank knee jerks. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Because they're the jerks. Get it? It's another one of those wordplay oh. ones. Hey, Maddox and Dick. You know what the biggest fucking problem in the universe right now for me is? Target. You know, what's wrong with Target? I mean, it's a good retail store. The biggest fucking problem is they don't observe the ERCB rules of mature games. So I go and try to buy Fallout 4, but they're like, fuck you, you're not 18. And I'm like, fuck you, your store policy is 17. And they're like, go fuck yourself. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. And then I got kicked out. So what the fuck is wrong with Target not observing the fucking ESRB? Go suck a dick, dick, and go suck a dick, Maddox. what a nerd (laughs) i hope that exchange really went like that like i wish every exchange in life went like that like oh yeah oh fuck yourself uh fuck you buddy yeah all right see you (laughs) all right later (laughs) and he went home without a video game yeah yeah people do actually enforce the esrb depends i think the more conservative the town the more likely they are to enforce that bullshit esrb which you have to be you have to consider the fact that uh, playing violent video games may make you think more violently so it's it's good that they're that, that, that they're doing i'd that. be man if, if there was like a study that came out mapping a person's brain while they were playing violent video games and comparing it to like actually committing violence if though if that venn diagram wasn't a circle i would be shocked like Dude. that's why they're fun because it satisfies <laughs> no. violent impulses they, they've been trying to pin video games with violence for so long and they've done so many studies that have no correlation between more aggressive behavior i mean they found that some kind sometimes See, when kids i'm not play, saying behavior you keep skipping straight to behavior i'm not saying behavior you're saying thoughts yeah i'm well, saying what difference that, does it make mm, i mean no, I have, I have, acting, oh. acting is a whole other level yeah. yeah okay but what difference i have violent thoughts all the time i had like 10 of them throughout this episode uh, yeah what difference does it make <laughs> It's interesting. It's saying that they're not totally innocent. Like, if you're sitting there encouraging yourself to have violent thoughts, and if you're already prone to something bad, it's bad. Like, well, no one's... Bl- you you got to get out of this binary world where it's like, we're either going to ban them or we're not. Like, people should just know that this is a, an effect of them. That's I'm fine with that. Yeah, well, if well, what's it's wrong, not... What's wrong what? with having more information on which people can make choices? Because, Sean, that, they're disingenuous. We? They are doing it specifically to pass legislation to ban video games because a bunch of fundamentalists, a bunch of zealots, a bunch of fanatics are trying to ban video games because they don't like them. They don't like the influence. They don't like the message. And they, they don't like that they can't control their kids. I remember when a long time See, ago— See, this is the real reason, though. This is why you are afraid of the answers to these studies because you know that they're going to use them for evil. Well, sure. Right? That's all. Yeah, that's, that's the only the reason they're looking into it. They're not interested. They're not doing it out of a curiosity. Uh, you know, again, when ninety nine percent of the people who play video games are not violent, we know the answer. We know that it's not a problem. Yeah, I don't know. You don't need any more evidence than that. Okay, I got one more. Hey guys, this is Sam calling from Oregon. Look, I love this podcast as much as the next guy, but there's one thing that has just been driving me fucking crazy. And it's that Sean has not yet brought in a problem. I mean, look, I love having the stereos on. All the other, well, most of the other guests have been great. But look, I just really want to see what Sean comes up with. So, Sean, 
Get your shit together, man. Sean, get Bring your shit problem. together. Oh, Dick, go fuck yourself. Oh, we don't need it. We don't need it, Sean. We already got cool, Sean. Cool, Sean's got a. I don't want cool, cool, Sean, to bring in a problem. I want no, you to no, bring no. in a problem. I will. Yeah, you'll we'll you'll bring in a problem for yes. real. Yes, yes, I will. Or, or or Sean, we're gonna put this out there for you. A solution. Think about it. No, I want to hear Sean rant. Mm, okay. Oh, well, great. Thank you. <laughs> I, I have a, I have a feeling a really high, a really strong probability that that cool Sean's gonna be back. I don't know what you care about though. <laughs> Sean? I've never seen. I've only seen you lose your cool a couple times. I thought really? Sean's. Yeah, I've seen you lose your cool over a tr- a tray of wings that you had that your brother made you carry. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was exerting will. Yeah. So you have to have the will to do what the other one will not. Yeah. That was a good. And he, he blinked. Sean, you got. I know first. you got problems, and I know that they're going to be good because you're a reasonable motherfucker. And uh, it, it, with most things. You you suck dick at being able to tell good coke from the other one. You you can't even tell the same sample. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Make fun of me now. Okay. okay. <laughs> You're ugly. Did you shit? <laughs> that's a you that's a shit move. You're being an asshole on, on purpose. You already made fun of my hair last time, my bangs. I beautiful bangs. Girls love it. Girls love running their fingers through my bangs. <laughs> Fingering my bangs. 